0: My name is John Kim. I went to the University of Illinois from 1993 to 1997 and graduated from the School of Communications with an advertising degree. While I was a student in Champaign, I worked seven semesters out of eight at the Daily Illini, starting as a city-state reporter and then an opinions columnist and eventually finished off my last two years in the photo department as a photographer and one summer stint as the summer night photo editor. And I am currently a staff photographer at the Chicago Tribune where I've been for about ten years now.
1: For our one hundred and fiftieth anniversary here at the illini Media Company, we're sitting down with 20 talented and successful alumni to talk about their experience at the University of Illinois, the Daily Illini, WPGU, and the ILIO Yearbook. On April 9th, we inducted all 20 into the 2022 class of our Illini Media Hall of Fame. John J. Kim is a Pulitzer Prize-winning photojournalist, whose work has appeared in the Chicago Tribune, Chicago Sun-Times, and the Oakland Tribune. He earned the 2011 Pulitzer in local reporting as part of a team reporting on city homicides for the Sun-Times. Kim has worked for the Tribune since 2012, contributing daily coverage throughout the newspaper. He's also captured numerous iconic sports photos for the paper, including images from the Chicago Cubs' 2016 World Series run. Today, WPGU news correspondent Owen Henderson speaks with Daily Illini alumnus and 2022 Illini Media Hall of Fame inductee John J. Kim.
2: You know, you said you were an advertising major. What drew you to work in journalism and then eventually photojournalism?
0: I started school in Champaign in the School of Engineering, studied civil engineering for about two years and uh, realized along the way how I was not a good fit for civil engineering. I got out of there and went into kind of a purgatory of sorts of liberal arts and sciences and then ultimately ended up at the School of Communications where the way it was going, if I was to have pursued news edit journalism, or another major, I would have had to spend probably another semester at school, but I needed to get out in four years and realize that I could still graduate in four years and with a uh, creative advertising degree. During all of those transitions, I also worked at the Daily Illini because first I could write and I could tell stories in a kind of clear and explanatory ways that led me to uh, seeking work as a reporter. And then two years in, I met students in the photo department at the paper who um, always seemed to be having more fun than everyone else. Some very uh, important people from my past at the University of Illinois there at the Daily Illini Photo Department. They taught me how to take pictures. And I realized I I had some skill I had a skill set in telling stories visually. In truth, it was a heck of a lot more fun, (laughs) like I imagined it would be. By the time I graduated, I realized if I'm going to pursue journalism, that uh, I would be more effective, I think. uh, And I would be more of an asset doing photojournalism than uh, news reporting, writing, per se.
2: Could you talk a little bit more about what exactly it is about photojournalism that really drew you in? What was that journey from engineering into journalism and then, you know, into photojournalism like for you?
0: Well, for me, uh, photography in general, I realized it's a very tactile thing. We're touching things. So because I'm a tactile person. I think I somewhere in my brain, I latched onto that. But in terms of the profession itself of photojournalism, what has kept me in it for 25 years and counting is I get to meet someone new pretty much every day. And oftentimes I'm meeting a person or a group of of people on the best day of their lives or on the worst day of their lives. And so through this profession, I've had the chance thousands of times over to meet people who are uh, showing an incredible range of emotion that in itself is quite addicting. Our job is to tell stories and to share stories, stories that pique people's interests and make them think, make them happy, make them sad. It's all about emotions. Photojournalism is a very concentrated form of showcasing people's emotions.
2: Wow, that's that's a really moving description. Thank you. I know you said you started you started in engineering, but you would worked at the DI for for longer than your time in the School of Communications. What would you say were the experiences you had at Illinois that kind of best prepared you for your career, whether that's working for the DI or a class that you took or a particular professor or something like that?
0: Well, for me, college education was really nothing more than a rite of passage. It was a stamp. It was a ticket to the next thing, to be entirely truthful. As far as my day-to-day life or uh, career-related stuff goes, uh, even to this day, uh, most of what I learned uh, that I kept with me in four years down in Champaign-Urbana was what I learned at the Daily Illini. And I'm not kidding. I don't remember almost anything from my college classes except a handful of um, nuggets of information and some impressions that professors made along the way, good and bad. But the way I see it, my four years of undergraduate education was pretty much all taught through the Daily Illini uh, because I learned how a newsroom works in this incredibly unique setting of all very young people who are putting out a product that's completely legitimate and it was completely our autonomous news entity, which I really respected. And we learned the basics from other students who were learning the basics only a year or two before. It's that environment, that sense of there's really no BSing, you're learning something, you're learning a craft, a trade, a profession, a very, very important profession as far as this country and democracy is concerned. Big words like democracy and such, sure, sounds cliche, but as we all know, a functioning democracy cannot work without a working press. I got to learn all about that in this unique setting. Every student in the DI had a had a role, had a job. There was an editor, there was an assistant editor, there were editors-in-chief, there were photographers, reporters, layout designers, production managers, just like how newspapers to this day work. I got all of that for free in a sense. I even got paid to be there because you write stories and you got paid for writing stories. I don't know how it is today, but uh, we got paid enough to get a couple meals and some beers per story So you know, the longer you work, the more you worked, the the better the pay actually. And so I learned about uh, self-sustaining a living as a college student. Now a lot of life lessons all through uh, fellow students. At a college newspaper.
2: What's one thing that you'd say that you kind of had to learn the hard way once you transitioned out of college and working at the DI to, you know, the professional world?
0: When you're in a college setting, a collegiate setting, a university setting, there's a sense of safety, right? Because it's all under the umbrella of we are learning. That's great. And there's a lot of support and there's a lot of, you know, warm feelings for lack of a better way to say it, about, uh, hey, we're all figuring this out as we go. Let's all do it together. Let's do it as well as we can, but let's learn. The whole point of college is to learn, whether it's about learning about life and how to interact with people and how to communicate or an actual, tangible, practical trade. When I went off into my version of the real world, that safety net, wasn't there. And I was still doing the same things, taking pictures, editing, getting it to the next person so they can edit more. And then ultimately it ends up in the newspaper the next day kind of thing. It was all the same, but you only get so many chances to screw things up before one's skill set, reputation, whatever is on the line. No journalist wants to be known as the one that makes a lot of mistakes because you're not gonna last very long. Learn from mistakes and all, but don't make many mistakes because then you shouldn't be doing this. Be accurate, be factual, be quick, be insightful, be informative. And I carried all those things in my back pocket when I went out into the real world. It's a nice little wake up call that uh, it's no longer in a very safe and comfortable and inviting setting as a university. Um, You're on the real world, telling real world, real people stories, and you better do your job well. The point of what I would suggest to students who are going to enter that real world, their version of that real world, as you graduate, as a student graduates, make sure that they have a lot of skills, not the one specific skill that they might be decent at, that might get them a job doing this or that, but learn a lot of different things if you can, not only really great reporting skills, but learn how to do certain computer things, learn how to write code, shoot. One in, isn't like everyone a computer science major these days or has a minor or something like that, because whether we like it or not, computers and technology is the future. Uh, even within the journalism setting, do data visualization. And uh, social media is all the rage. Spend all the rage for like the past five, five years, it seems. It seems like any newsroom that hires are hiring audience content managers, which I still don't know what that is, but those are the jobs that are there. And a lot of those audience content, recent college graduates, their dream somewhere in their brain is to write long-form stories, I'm guessing. Whatever it takes to get one's foot in the door, you got to have a lot of little skills in your pocket to uh, showcase when they're needed. Learn a lot of
2: different things. And what would you say your biggest personal takeaway was from your time working at the DI?
0: Well, even through the daily line, it's basic life principles that hopefully someone wise and a little older or has a little more life experience would tell you along the way. Uh, And and those things are, you know, be kind, be open-minded, don't go into any situation with preconceived notions of this or that. And that holds true for anything uh, a person, a journalist, a young journalist might go into your first city council meeting. In, in, in the real world, your first press conference with the mayor, your first sporting event out in the real world at a collegiate or prep setting, or even in a professional setting. Don't think we have to do this and this and this, and then we'll get by. Instead, go into the situation ready to absorb and accept whatever comes at you. Hopefully, you're good enough to translate that into words or into pictures or into a graphic so that you can share that story with whoever is reading it. Learn the basics. Make sure you got it down. Have it memorized. Be ready to be surprised, but make sure to do your job.
2: Just pivoting a little bit now, away from your time at the University of Illinois, can you talk me through a little bit of your kind of the general track of your trajectory since you left college?
0: Well, trajectory is an interesting word to use in our line of work, I suppose. I imagine most of us who are still in, the, uh, in journalism 10 years, 15 years, or longer, we all have similar um, reasons that we went into and stayed in journalism. And that is, this job isn't, uh, this work, this line of work is not about us. Tra- so, trajectory, you know, how, how successful one gets, I, don't th- I think that's a misnomer in our line of work. I think if a, a journalist has managed to stay legit and consistent, There's something to be said for longevity in this, in this field, because that means it implies and it shows that you're doing good work. You're doing necessary solid work there. That is why you're employed and doing the things that you do in journalism. That said, trajectory, you know, I graduated college. I did an internship or two, went out to California, pursued my, my dream of, of surfing and living by the beach. And it didn't quite work out because. My first newspaper job out west, it was great and I worked with great people, but I butted heads and I got frustrated and I wanted to do more and more and more. But because of this and that and this and that, uh, I couldn't. And so I left and got lucky enough to uh, be offered a job in Chicago here at the Chicago Sun Times many years ago. And I worked there for like 10 years. And now I'm here at the Chicago Tribune and I've been here for about 10 years. And in the blink of an eye or so, uh, that's 25 years already.
2: Working at the Sun-Times, you earned a Pulitzer Prize. Can you tell me a little bit about the story that eventually garnered you and your co-reporters that prize? Sure. The
0: Sun-Times in Chicago, uh, journalism world has historically been the uh, underdog, understaffed, work harder than the other guys kind of publication, right? So it was very rare when any of us got to do a a, a long-term long-form story but there were two reporters who were working on a a long-term project about chicago gun violence our photo boss uh she asked well she told me (laughs) she didn't ask me really i don't think we need you to pursue this visually this story with these reporters and so my part of this project was to hang out with uh, two homicide detectives. And I got to spend close to three months with them as they did their jobs with the hope that we would catch one homicide case and follow it through from, in theory, beginning to end, which didn't quite pan out as such because you go into a situation expecting and hoping for this and that and it almost never works out that way. So we um, did this comprehensive set of stories about the no snitch code to detectives frustrations to community police relationships and the uh, problems that that exist in that relationship one of the editors submitted our series to the Pulitzer board and bam a few months later we got an unexpected notification right and that it's a good motivator to keep going uh, at the same time you know, equally rewarding is, uh, t- you know, if I got to have my work and my skills contribute to something that the public, the community that reads our publication thinks about, you know, if it causes them to act, you know, to take action, to, to raise their voices. So that's kind of like my little selfish back in my head, hope that things that I do, something that I got to be a part of, like pictures that I take or a video that I made somehow strikes a chord with somebody. It compels them enough to actually do something about it. That's what journalists, that's what I think a lot of us really wish and hope and dream about, daydream about, being able to affect some kind of change because not many people in their jobs get to make that kind of impact.
2: What are some of your other favorite projects and stories that you worked on, whether that is something that you felt was just a really important story that you were so glad you could be part of telling or just an assignment that turned out to be so much more fun than you expected.
0: In this line of work, we get to meet some famous people, which is great and all. We get to meet them when they're doing really great or really terrible things. I got to meet, many years ago, Muhammad Ali, who had long retired by the time I, I met him. And uh, he was visiting an after-school program at a school that uh, the principal was a kind of a childhood friend of Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali's people called, for some reason, the Sun-Times newsroom and I think one TV channel to see if there would be interest in covering Muhammad Ali, visiting an old friend, and then hanging out with some kids. It wasn't a media scrum or anything like that. The TV news guy came and went in like 10 minutes, got his footage, and then took off. And I stayed there for like the entire visit. And it was great uh, meeting this man who I'd only seen as a myth, more or less, and on television and read about and kind of the social justice good that he uh, worked on after, long after retirement. Meeting him and seeing him interact with people was truly something to behold because we see famous people and rich people and we place them on a pedestal somewhere. And I thought maybe that would be the case with this person, but he was incredibly human and incredibly interactive. And even though when I met him, he was barely able to speak at that point because he had severe Parkinson's disease. He communicated with his fingers and his eyes. And it was amazing to see the interactions. And I got to see it, witness it, photograph it, document it, and, and remember it pretty much for all of my career.
2: My last question to kind of end on is, what's next for you? Are there projects that you, and, and beats that you continue to want to follow and keep up with, or new new topics or that you want to cover, or take this in whatever direction you want to?
0: I think in uh, the way I see... Myself within the journalism world, I don't expect to have the chances to do this or this or this until the day I'm put out the pasture. If I'm doing daily picture assignments of press conferences and city council meetings and the church summer festival or the St. Patrick's Day parade or the neighborhood block club party, if I do that until I retire, I'll be super, super content. Because as I had said a little earlier, the best part of this job for me is that I get to meet someone new every day. And it's a simple numbers game. The more people I meet in my in my life, the better chances I have that some of those people are incredible people. It doesn't have to be, uh, I want to cover this and then I want to be the best at doing this. No, none of that stuff. For what it's worth, I've gotten to cover a lot of, fantastic and a lot of terrible things and everything in between. I've had my fill, but what I will never be full of is that I want to meet more people living their lives. As long as I have camera in my hands and the ability to share stories,
2: really that's what matters most. John Kim, thank you so much for for speaking with me today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Sure thing, Owen. I appreciate you asking the questions that you asked.